Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Ministry Leaders Podcast. This is episode 40. We're a podcast aimed at equipping local church volunteer leaders, pastors, and other ministry leaders to better serve their ministries and churches. It's been a while since I've done an episode, but I've really been challenged lately in my leadership by the example of Moses. And I want to share that challenge with you. Let me ask you, as a leader, have you ever felt... I know better than the people I'm leading where we need to be going. Of course, right? That's why we're leaders, because we have a sense of what needs to happen, where things need to go, and we're responsible enough or assertive enough to step forward and say, I'll lead. And God has gifted us to be able to do that. We're people who see what needs to be done. We have vision for how things should be. And we have energy to communicate that or organize that into reality, we hope. But there's another reality we quickly face, and that is that people aren't always willing to follow us. They drag their feet. They are distracted often by their busy lives or their own personal concerns. Sometimes they grumble and complain, and often they move far too slowly. And so for us as leaders, that can be pretty frustrating and discouraging, And this is where this reminds me of Moses. When Moses was seeking to lead the people of Israel through the wilderness and into the promised land, and they ran into problems, right? They had no water, they had no food, and so people grumbled. They complained and they criticized Moses and his leadership. They wanted to go back to Egypt. They quickly turned from God and they started worshiping idols even. And if you've read these stories in Exodus and Numbers, maybe like me, you've thought, man, poor Moses, he must have been so discouraged and frustrated, and he must have been a lonely guy. All this must have hurt him. How did he keep going? And if you've ever had even a taste of that kind of experience as a leader, where people are grumbling or criticizing you, or even they won't listen and they aren't following your leadership very well, Here's a temptation maybe you felt. Maybe you wanted your church or ministry to go direction A, but people wouldn't get on board. So they've, they're choosing direction B instead. Maybe direction B is maintaining the status quo, or maybe it's just going in a different direction from direction A, which you strongly believe is the right way to go. Here's the temptation you may have felt when that happens. And that is that you've secretly hope they fail. Have you ever felt that? If you believe direction A is the way to go, but they insist on B, have you ever found yourself secretly hoping that direction B, the way they're going, fails? That'll show them, right? Then they'll see that you were right and they should have listened to you. I have known pastors who have left churches because the church chose a different direction than that pastor thought was best. I've known elders and church leaders who have resigned in protest because the congregation didn't follow their leadership. And here's the temptation those leaders face. It's to secretly hope the church fails. Because as a leader, I'll feel vindicated. I can say, See, I told you, I warned you that that would happen, but you didn't listen. See, I was right. Now step back from that for a minute. That's a dangerous place to be as a leader, isn't it? When we actually want God's people, God's work to fail. But it's a very human impulse and a very natural temptation. Well, God's word calls us 
as leaders, pleads with us to rise above those impulses. And Moses is a a shining example of this because what did Moses do when the people he was leading rebelled against God and him? In Exodus 32, what did he do when they made the golden calf and they worshiped it? And God said to Moses, I'm mad at them too. In fact, leave me alone and I'll destroy them and I'll start over with you and I'll make you a great into a great nation and make you famous. What a temptation for a leader to take God up on that offer. But what did Moses do instead? Well, rather than feel vindicated, Moses fell on his face before God and he interceded for the people and he asked God to have mercy on them. Moses asked God to forgive them. He asked God to give them better than they deserved. Why? Because Moses knew that God had promised to be with his people and God was, Moses knew, a deeply faithful God. And God has attached God's name and reputation to his people. And so if God destroys his people, what would that do to God's reputation? What would the other nations think about God? Moses realized all that and he told God all that because Moses was more concerned about God and God's big plan, and God's honor and reputation, then Moses was concerned about himself or his ego. In fact, Moses went so far as to say to God, God, if you won't forgive this people, then blot me out of your book. I'll forfeit having life with you if you won't give this people better than they deserve. And how did God respond to Moses's offer? God said, No thanks, I'm not interested in punishing innocent people like you. I'm not going to blot you out of my book. But because this is your heart, Moses, I will answer your prayer. I will forgive and have mercy on the people. I'll give them better than they deserve. Wow, Moses there is a lot like Jesus, right? Who stood in the gap, who interceded, who offered up his life even for the sins of God's people. And this time with Jesus, God accepted Jesus's offer because really in Jesus, God was offering his own life for his people. That's how much God loves his people. That's how much God is invested in seeing his plans to save the world work out. God will give his own life in place of his sinful people. Well, as leaders, we're called to have the heart of Moses and the heart of Jesus. That's what Christian leadership, that's what servant leadership is. We're not doing this leadership gig for ourselves. We're doing it for a God who lays down his life in love for his undeserving people. A God who forgives them again and again. A God who wants us to have that heart too, especially if we're leaders. Even when people won't listen, even when they're not going where we think they should go, rather than hoping they fail or giving up on them, we can still ask that God give them better than they think they deserve than we think they deserve. We can ask God to have mercy on them, ask God to forgive them, and ask God to give them a bright future so that God's name will be glorified and God's purposes will be accomplished. That's the heart of a Christian leader. It's a shepherd heart. It's a heart of the good it's the heart of the good shepherd who lays down his life for his sheep. Well, that's it for this episode of the Ministry Leaders Podcast. If you're finding the podcast helpful, why not share it with someone? 
You can also help spread the word about this podcast by leaving us a rating and or a review. Bye for now.